Just take the check and go home, Lewis. But I've been... Look, I deserve a raise. I've been outworking everybody else here. Lewis, take the damn check. I'm not giving you a raise. I've been working here five years. Don't you think I deserve a little something? My hands are tied. The manager sat quiet for a moment. I'll see you on Wednesday, Lewis. Lewis grabbed the paycheck from the cold metal desk and hurriedly left the manager's office. He wandered through the maze of shelves cluttered with knickknacks on his way to the entrance. He stopped as his hand wrapped around the bar on the door. He glanced behind him for a moment. Yeah, fuck you too, Lewis muttered. He stepped out into the cool evening air with a jingle of the entrance bell behind him. He looked around as he folded his coat over his arm. The air was cool, but a warm tint hung around it like moths on a porch light. The sun was disappearing behind the building-covered horizon. As the streets sat quietly, juxtaposed to its typical, more busy state. Of course, in a town like this, busy was three or four cars every hour. If you saw ten or more, either somebody beloved in the community had died, or perhaps more lightheartedly, there was a parade of some sort happening. Fortunately, few of the beloved older folks around town had still yet to kick the bucket. Less fortunately, parades were rare in Corbel. Lewis stood quiet for a moment, gestating in the hush of the evening. The crickets buzzed in a cacophony of white noise as he looked in a dim, dirty streetlight standing guard next to the cracked pavement on the road. Maybe he'd overreacted, he thought. He'd worked tirelessly nearly every day for the last five years, and he wasn't getting even a measly couple of pennies more. Shaking his head, he fumbled in his pocket for his keys as he walked around the store to his car. As he wrangled his jacket and an envelope, he jammed the keys into the door of the car cracking his knuckles against it as the keys slipped from his grasp. Ah, shit. He mumbled as he bent down to grab them. He heard a quiet snap drift from the woods behind the store. The antique store sat at the edge of town, with its back against untamed, undeveloped forest and brush. The city council had talked for a number of years about dividing up the land, selling it off to the highest bidders, maybe turning it into a shopping mall or a park or an eerily pristine development of suburban homes, or any number of ideas that had floated across the desks of the councilmen and women that decided. He stared into the pitch-black forest as he waited with bated breath, both wanting and not wanting to hear another noise. Among those councillors were Carly Jensen and Chris Hoffman, two frequent conspirators, some claimed who often voted against selling swaths of land to large development, much to the chagrin of their fellow council members, who frequently pushed to offload the unused land in hopes of stimulating their small-time economy. After all, family-owned hardware stores and malt shops weren't exactly putting Corbo on the map like the massive development of Gallo had, was it? Just a short trip away, it was a city hovering on the brink of exponential expansion, and so many in Corbel had hoped to replicate that success for a number of years. But once again, the strange snap from the woods. Heavy, it sounded. Lewis blinked at the darkness, squinting, 
hoping to make a shape out in the indiscernible. No luck. With a short breath that became visible in the dark cool, he hurriedly unlocked his car. His breathing growing heavier with each passing second, the gentle noise morphed into a rustling, a distinct mass moving around just beyond the bushes and trees. The street light above had flickered and hummed as the moths and flies flocked to it. Lewis pulled the door open and sat down in his car, quickly closing it and shoving his keys into the ignition. The car revved to life, along with the radio, breaking the uncomfortable silence that engulfed him. He was in the clear, Lewis thought. He turned his headlights on, which illuminated the shaded street, the other buildings empty across the way. A faint noise occurred outside his car. Thinking the exhaustion was simply making him paranoid, he locked the car and put it in drive, pulling out of the parking spot. Suddenly, the car jiggled, weighing down. Lewis had little time to react before a giant black mass came down on top of his hood, crumpling it inward. It cocked its arm back before sending a large, fur-covered fist sailing through Lewis's windshield, spraying glass shards back into his face and chest as it grabbed at him. It couldn't quite reach him, and before it had the opportunity to force its way further into the car, he stepped on the gas and accelerated through the parking lot, sailing across the street and into the side of the vacant building he'd seen earlier. The creature held on the entire way before Lewis hit the other side of the street and knocked the creature closer to the nose of the car. Lewis smashed into the building, crushing the creature against the concrete wall, mutilating his hood and what was left of the windshield. The creature thrashed and yowled, whipping its head back and forth and attempting to free itself as Lewis tried to focus through his blurred, disoriented vision. Smoke emanated from the hissing, mustard-yellow hood as Lewis reached for the lock, glancing to the creature, whose bright yellow eyes contrasted aggressively against its matted black fur. Blood dripped from its maw as it whined and whimpered, shredding the crumpled hood with its large, jagged claws as it struggled to free itself. Lewis unlocked the car and pushed open the door, stumbling out as his manager angrily stomped out of the store, throwing his arms up as he watched Lewis stumble towards him. What the fuck is going on over here? What the hell's wrong with you, Lewis? He shouted with a subdued fury, not wanting to wake the entire neighborhood up. The creature let out a blisteringly loud howl with its dying breath, causing Lewis and his boss to cover their ears before collapsing onto the hood of Lewis's car. What the fuck is that thing? His boss asked as he approached the confused Lewis. We... We gotta get back... inside. Lewis muttered as multiple howls reciprocated from the nearby woods. What is happening right now? His boss asked sternly as he grabbed a hold of Lewis. Lewis looked to his left, seeing another creature identical to the one he just crushed bounding towards them. He turned and stumbled, trying to run from the creature as it leapt and tackled his boss. Lewis mustered his remaining strength to flee from the scene as the creature ripped into his boss's neck, sinking his large teeth and ripping the flesh away from the man. Blood sprayed across the bare chest and muzzle of the beast as the man screamed for help, begging for Lewis to come back. His boss was doomed. Lewis knew this. The only option was to run. The creature raised its large hands and interlocked them, 
forming a single fist that slammed down to the man, crushing his rib cage to dust and turning his organs two-dimensional, which instantly killed him. Another creature dove from the forest, running after a weakened Lewis on its hind legs, before dropping to all fours to chase him, followed shortly by his manager's attacker. The first creature jumped onto Lewis, who yelled as multiple porch lights from down the street flicked on. The second creature reached them, and as the first one quickly silenced Lewis, it grabbed its head and smashed it into the pavement multiple times. Lewis gurgled as his head swirled on the second impact. By the fourth, he was already dead. The creatures began to rip Lewis apart, a staying warning to all others, pulling his arm from his body, and did the same to him as was done to his manager. The creatures snarled and chuckled in a low tone, in a very human way, before scampering back towards the crash scene. One creature pulled the car back away from the wall, and the other pulled their slumped friend from the wreckage, dragging him off towards the wood, before disappearing back into the night.